But let's kick it off with one of the biggest names in racing and one of the sport's most lovely ladies, that is Annabelle Neesham. Racing Pulse with Michael Felgay. Good morning, Annabelle. Are you well? Morning, Michael. Very well. How are you? Very well indeed. Uh, it's uh, happy International Women's Day, but it's almost uh, Women's Day every day in racing because this is probably the only sport in the world where you get to dominate and compete on the same level. So uh, did you get anything special today from anyone in the stable? Well, you're the first person that's uh, mentioned it to me this morning. It's in, a, in, a world, in, a, in an industry that is um, seeing an ever-increasing female participation, I have to say the only place that perhaps it's not is the Warwick Farm Trainers Hut. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of strong males in here this morning, <laughs> Gary Portelli, Dylan Baker, um, and the like. So they certainly... They certainly um, yeah, keep me on my toes, that's there'd, for sure. There'd be no doubt about that. Do you get much ribbing when you pull up to track work every morning in your brand-new Ferrari? I'm un, I'm uninsurable in it, so uh, <laughs> I, I think I get more ribbing about that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, what's it like when you're uh, taking it for a spin? <laughs> oh, look, it's pretty fast, um, but hopefully not as fast as the horse yep. um, learning to fly, who, who um, yeah, it's going very well, so... Um, now, it's been great promotion by Coolmore and, um, yeah, obviously justify a very exciting stallion for them. Well, he certainly hit the ground running with learning to fly and it would no doubt was an interesting watch for you on Saturday because she did everything she needed to do, even though it visually wasn't as impressive. Um, what did you take out of the win? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I know times are important, but very, very difficult comparing two races small fields in, in both. I don't think it's her pre- preference to lead. She's quite a, quite a relaxed, casual filly. Um, even riding her at the beach the following day, she doesn't really stride out in front, but as soon as you put a horse in front of her, she really wants to motor along. So, um, look, she's, I, I think the main thing with her is she's unbeaten. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know, certainly, I don't know, I haven't checked whether she's the only horse unbeaten going into the race, but She'd be one of very few, so she doesn't know how to lose. Um, none of our wins have been by big margins, but she hasn't done it um, easy. In, you know, in the win, she sat outside the leader, which we didn't expect her to, and she was green in front. Um, still, City looked like she was going to come past her, and then she just had her held all the way. Um, and then we saw in the Millennium, you know, she had we dragged right back from that wide gate, um, and that's probably, you know, she rocketed home chasing horses that day, and then very small field. We were just we were worried of getting blocked in. We thought that the box seat was going to be the worst possible place to be. So um, we didn't really want to be crossed by Facile. And yeah, as a result, we probably worked a little bit harder than we wanted to. They went very quick the first two furlongs. Um, but I, I thought she was tough. You know, Facile's mm. no slouch. She's very fit, and she was on the backup. So she was always going to put it to us early and try and make it a true um, test. And our filly, I think, just the most. Um, important thing with her is she's got fight and um, as I said hasn't won by the biggest of margins but I think more importantly she just she hasn't lost the race yet and I don't think we've ridden her to her strengths yet so I'm just hoping if we could get a you know a nice barrier somewhere in the middle hopefully we can just ride her with a bit of a stick um, and not have to work too hard early like she did last time. Yeah she's got that killer instinct that will to win do you think she is a better chaser? I think she definitely is. Um, Chad just said she's quite. She almost feels quite casual in front, 
Um, he felt that in the Widden as well when she hit the front. Um, and even in her trials, you know, when she hit the front, she was obviously greener then and she's much more worldly now, but she, she'd prick her ears and, and have a look. And it's not, I don't think there's any, it's certainly not being ungenuine at all. I think it's just still um, through sort of greenness. But the slipper is normally a high-pressure race. It's going to be a much bigger field. It's going to be a completely different mm. race that was ran to the two-year-old races on Saturday. So um, I think that's important. It's, you know, it's going to be a different makeup. It's going to be a tough race. Um, but it'll be a totally different scenario to what we encountered on Saturday. And has she got any more improvement, or is she just holding her line to the slipper? I think she she had she was three weeks between runs, and she'd had a week of that in the paddock. Um, so she was never going to be fully wound up for for Saturday because um, we're wanting her to peak for the Golden Slipper. Um, so there is a little bit of improvement there, not a huge amount. Obviously, she's three from three, um, and she's going fourth up. Um, so. Um, but there's certainly, as I said, with three weeks between runs and one quiet week, um, you'd expect her to take a bit of improvement. And that was a tough run on Saturday. Um, but she's bounced through it really well. So um, she won't need to do a whole lot. She'll have one more good gallop. And, um, yeah, then we're just going to have to be crossing our fingers for a, a, a good barrier, which is so important in that race. Will she be your only slipper runner? Uh, probably. Uh, Empress of Wonder, she'd sort of be somewhere around on the fringes is getting a run but probably at this stage won't so she's more likely to run this weekend but um, at this stage yes and um, I've been fortunate enough in my first couple of years to have runners in the race but nothing you know going in with as big a chance as her so um, we feel you know we're feeling very fortunate but I'm sure the nerves will be kicking in, in a bit next week. We need two Annabelle Neshams because it could be a ridiculously big day for the stable on Slipper and All-Star Mile Day because you've got two runners now in the All-Star Mile, Laws of Indices and My Oberon, and the way the cards may fall, there is a chance Mowunga could sneak in. Would you, if you were able to get a start with Mowunga, aim him at the All-Star Mile as well? Uh, probably not. Um, we're looking to get him up to the 2,000 now, so um, he's more likely to go to the Ranbet. Um, the Australian Cup wouldn't be off the cards either. Um, but at this stage, look, nothing, everything's open um, at the moment, but we are leaning towards um, getting them up for the 2,000 metres. And you know, we're lucky enough to have two in the field as it is with, I think, two chances. So um, hopefully Mwanga can win elsewhere over the 2,000. How do you see my Oberon uh, this time in? Um, compared to what he was able to do? It was just a, a race where you can't get a guide in the futurity? Or what are your, your thoughts? Yeah, it is a little bit. And I, I said to the connections before the race, I said I think he could run last and still run well in this field because, you know, most of them, I think Fire Alligator Blood, most of them had had a run. Um, and he's a horse that can, you know, he's a horse that does need the cobweb blown away. Um, and, you know, the way the race played, nothing really changed positions um he probably was just a little bit too far off them um but he actually ran home his sectionals were fine um but i think more importantly his his work since then has been super um he's totally different horse from that run i think it's really switched him on his work on tuesday was was the best i've seen him work um and i just feel like there's going to be a bit of a sense of timing about him three weeks between runs up to the mile and around the you know, second distance that we saw him win so impressively um, back in October. 
Uh, Laws of Venice, he's, uh, he's been everywhere. He's, uh, he's been racing really well. He's struggling to win a race, but he's been taking on the best. Who, who would you say is your better hope? Is it Laws of Venice? He's probably got the form on the board more recently. Yeah, look, I think he'd be the obvious one to say. Um, just with, a, you know, he ran fourth behind Animo the other day and um, he, he took good improvement from the Apollo into that race. And I think we get then going third up, um, we're going to see him really peaking. Um, he's probably, we've seen more of him. Uh, we're still learning about my Oberon, but um, look, I wouldn't discount my, my Oberon. I, I honestly think he's going to improve sharply. Um, but yeah, laws of industries, he's, he's so deserved to win. Um, he's been plagued with bad barriers, um, but his run in Hong Kong, I think if we can replicate that, and I think his last run was, you know, was good. I think if we can replicate our run in Hong Kong where he was third behind Golden 60, I think that brings him right into the show. I know um, you've decided to head to the, the spelling paddock with Sunshine in Paris, who's, who's done her job. But do we get to see a couple of these highly rated internationals on the weekend? I know you've got a number of them entered. Uh, we've got uh, Sibak. Um, he's in, in the Ajax on Saturday. Um, he was a horse we were hoping to get a wild card with, but he didn't, he didn't get there. So he'll, he'll head to the Ajax on Saturday and, and head towards the Doncaster. Um, he's, He's been an amazing horse in what he's done in his first year. He's won about 900000 in prize money, I think, um, with only winning, um, I think, just the one race. Um, he's been second and third in some really big races, the Five Diamonds, uh, the Big Dance, etc. So really looking forward to seeing him. I thought his um, run back in the Liverpool City Cup showed plenty of promise. Um, and then we've got another nice import called Gear Up. Mm. Um, he's would want, probably wouldn't want it rock hard for his first run back, but he's a nice stayer. And then we've got Bois d'Argent, um, who's come over. He, had, he ran in the Roseville Gold Cup for Marco Bossi and then joined our stable, and, and he'll kick off in the Ajax. Probably see the best of him once he's out to 2,000, but certainly a couple of nice imports um, that we're looking forward to getting underway with. No doubt about that. Just quickly on the All-Star Mile again, have you locked in jockeys for my Oberon and Laws of Indices? Uh, Laws of Indices, uh, he'll be ridden by Oshin Murphy. Ah. Um, just got to get, he's just, get, we're doing his visa, um, I think, as we speak. Um, so hopefully we should be able to get that over the line in time. Um, so it'd be great to get him out. I think he then goes off to Dubai the following weekend. So he's certainly globe trotting at the moment. And we, you know, he's won, he's won a couple of races around the valley. Um, you know, he's a, in my mind, he's a well, world-class jockey three-time British champion uh, jockey. So um, the owners, uh, several of those, are, are the Irish connections that originally owned him when he won his Group 1 in France, they were really excited to get him um, over. So that'll be great. And then uh, Jamie Mott, we've just confirmed this morning, will ride my Oberon. Um, he's obviously a really strong rider, Jamie, and, and I think will really suit uh, my Oberon. Well, that's great to hear, uh, Jamie Mott. Another big race ride, and it'll be great to see Yashin back in Melbourne as well. Uh, have you got anything in Melbourne this weekend, uh, Newmarket Day? Uh, we've got a really nice two-year-old filly called Porta Rosa, um, who was impressive first up, a little bit disappointing second up, um, sort of second last furlong. Looked like she was going to run flat before picking up again late. So we thought we stepped her up to the 1,400 um, We'll probably see the best of her, so she'll be ridden by Sam Sam Clipperton. 
uh, in the sires on Saturday, and then possibly Mumbai Jewel. We're just discussing that now. We may wait a week and head to the Tyson Trophy with her instead. Uh, very good. Uh, Annabelle, the stable's flying. Um, the the guys on Big V had a chat to Alex Turpin yesterday down at the sales, and um, hopefully she's recovered after meeting Maddie Stewart uh, yesterday. But she did say that she's never worked with anyone who has a work ethic like yourself, non-stop. Oh, that's kind of how to say. She knows how to say all the right things. <laughs> that's why she's in the job. <laughs> well, make sure you take some time out to enjoy that Ferrari as well. Hey, good luck over the weekend, and uh, uh, you'll probably be in Sydney, I dare say, for the slipper, but we look forward to seeing you in Melbourne when you can get down here over the carnival. Perfect. Thanks very much, Michael. Annabelle Neesham, uh, what a star she is. What a team she's got.